You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Kevin. And this is Mikey. And we're here doing the show again. Again. Because uh, nobody has uh, forbid us from doing it. Yeah. They're not going to stop us. We'll keep doing it. <laughs> so far. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about tire wear and handling issues. Of course. And in the last couple of weeks, I have run into three different issues that were new to me. Yeah. And... Uh, Last week, I think I mentioned that we found some drive axle housings that were on new trucks that were towed out, causing severe tire wear on front drive axles. They were on Dana axles, and we've asked people to start looking for that. So far, I've gotten one report of more, uh, another location that had some. Um, the second thing I got is a single report. I haven't confirmed this yet, but there was a trailer suspension in uh, a large quantity of trailers in one particular fleet that was melting the bushings. What? Yeah, melting the bushings that hold the axles in place. Oh, oh, they were hauling flammable liquids. No, they weren't hauling flammable liquids, and they weren't driving on the surface of mercury either. <laughs> um, they're investigating what caused it. I have my suspicions of what might have caused it. But uh, that that's one that we're keeping an eye on. When we have some more information, we'll talk about that. Interesting, yeah. And then the, the specific manufacturer? It was a specific manufacturer with a new design suspension. Crazy. Yeah. In order to put heat in, it, it tends to indicate that there's an oscillation that's moving see, yeah. all the time and creating a friction, which is generating heat. So we'll, we'll see what comes out of that. Uh, the third one... Um, is actually much more significant than either one of those. Uh, we're getting a lot of complaints about outside edge wear on right front tires. And without feathering. Without feathering. You know, if, if, if you got the toe wrong and you got the rears wrong, you can push the right front tire sideways, the left front will be happy. The right front gets feathered wearing and you lose the outside shoulder. But and these that's, are. That's been a common issue outside right. Outside right. Since the yeah. 70s. And, and I've been cruising along just kind of being fat, dumb, and happy. Okay, you got outside edge. We're fine. Now, okay, we know how to solve that. Let's because line the drive axles. Let's set years. the toe. Let's get things okay, and you'll be fine. But during the last three weeks, I've been in five different fleets that had the same problem. And the alignment measurements did not match up with his tire wear. In other words, the rears weren't wrong, or the toe wasn't wrong, or the toe was wrong the wrong way to create this particular tire wear pattern. Right. And it looks like there's been a design change to the front axle on trucks. And it looks like that's what's causing it. Design change. Now, where, do you know where the design change came from? Is it, is it uh, demand by consumers or is it... So I, I suspect it's a demand by the consumer. I know it's a demand by the truck manufacturers. And, and what they're trying to do is get the trucks to turn sharper, shorter turning radiuses. 
And instead of turning the front wheels 40 degrees like they've been doing with setback front axles for some time now, they're going to 55 degrees. And all the axle manufacturers have a design of axle that'll do this. And we're, we're gathering data on exactly what's causing it and causing the tire wear. And if it is in fact related to this 55 degree wheel cut, uh, we know we ran into this problem once before, twice before, once in 1990, when Mac brought out the CH model trucks, mm -hmm. they came out with a 50-degree wheel cut, and we had all kinds of right front tire wear problems. Yeah. We figured out what it was. Mac figured out what it was. They brought out a change. They reduced the turning cut to 35 degrees. The problem went away. <coughs> in the early 2000s, we had the same problem on Freightliner trucks with rack and pinion steering. They were going 55-degree wheel cuts. It was causing excessive wear on the outside shoulder of the right front tire. It was causing the steering racks to kind of fall apart. Mm -hmm. And eventually that whole thing got pushed out of the way and they quit using it. And I've just been going along since then figuring, okay, we're all right. But now it looks like it's back. And I've been able to determine that this goes back to as long as 2011 model trucks. So I... I, I don't know how we missed it this long. I don't know how much how that this many got out there, or maybe there aren't that many. Uh, that's what I'm thinking is is likely. This may be a, a fleet uh, purchasing uh, standard that just ends up. They just kept doing it over and over again. It could be. I don't know. But We're, it wasn't something that ended up, especially in like the owner operator market, that we would have heard back a lot more feedback on. Well. I, is it that the owner-operator market isn't buying brand-new trucks? They've got older trucks. They're renting those. Is they it that the both. people we associate with haven't got these fresh trucks? I mean, we don't do a lot of business in these big major fleets. It's not our normal place where we do a lot of work. We do business in the small and medium fleets in the owner-operator market. So maybe it just went over our head or we didn't know about it. But yeah. I, I've, I'm convinced this is a problem. And we're going to gather information. We're going to make a video on it. We're going to be able to show what's going on, and, and that's what we're working on right now. Right. So those are my exciting things from the last couple, three weeks. If you have a question or a comment about what's going on on tire wear or handling, any of the listeners out there, just push one on your phone dial. And we'll bring you in for a question. Don't push it twice, because if you push it twice, you erase yourself from the universe. We'll never see you again. Yeah. Or you'll be over onto that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing. That, that's happened at least once. At least yeah, once, yeah. One guy would disappeared. Um, <laughs> if we don't get any questions, I will start telling jokes and singing, which may or may not be a good idea. That may cut the, short, the show short. Real yeah, short. That's what happened. <laughs> Okay, uh, as it stands right now, I, I, nobody out there has a question or a comment. I'm I'm just absolutely shocked. Well, it's been it's been like almost ten months now. Yeah, maybe we've answered all the questions. Yeah, maybe all the questions have been answered. Okay, well, let's talk about this. If you were gonna buy a car, a car, yeah, your dream car, mm -hmm. what would you want to buy? Well, what would I want to buy? Yeah. Okay, well. All my dreams have been crushed, so. <laughs> you have no dreams left, huh? Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually down to buying a motorcycle. Just that's, a, mo that's a, really what a really cheap little motorcycle. Probably. Probably. Not, but, okay. 
All right. Well, if that's your program, it's interesting talking to different people about what they want for a car. Do you want a car that gives you great fuel mileage? Do you want a car that's very comfortable? Do you want a car that's prestigious? Do you want a car that everybody looks at as it goes by and says, oh, my God, look at that car. Of course, you can't afford to drive it. If you ding the fender, it's a million dollars to fix it. Uh, and I, everybody, is, this, is, this, is this coming from the Audi that uh, Ray left you? Or? Yeah, Ray left me the Audi, and I, couldn't, I just couldn't force myself to drive that car. I had to get rid of it. Couldn't couldn't do that one. It's a nice. It was a very nice car. Very nice car. And we did sell it right before VW's name went in the mud. That was a good thing. <laughs> I sold it at the right time, did I? Yeah. Of course, it wasn't the diesel, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're not getting any questions. Um. Everybody just wants to listen. We got some jokes to tell. I'm sure we got jokes to tell. Yeah. Um, what are the main things that we deal with day in and day out that results in tire wear on medium duty trucks? Medium duty trucks. We're medium duty. Okay. Did you know that? Light duty is a pickup truck. Medium duty is a semi truck. Heavy duty are the big Terex. Uh, Earth mining things. Earth mining. Yeah, so we're we're medium duty. We're not heavy duty. I would have thought of it as extreme duty, but no, no, that's heavy duty. I can live with heavy duty. There's that's, a question over there. There is a question. There is a somebody asked a question. Somebody did I? Yeah, but they're uh, desperate. What was, what was what was the what direction were you going with? I was that? going. I was just since nobody was asking questions, I was going to review what we normally find are problems with tire wear and handling issues. Right, and yeah, the the normal issues is the reason that we ended up with. What uh, the company that we've got? Yeah, it's they are they are so normal. They yeah, are so routine. Ninety-five problem. And what's the number one problem? Number one is toe. Toe, getting the toe right. All right, I'll Even buy that. Really, it's amazing how much money people put into the equipment to measure toe, and they get it wrong. They get it wrong yeah. every time. Every time. Okay. All right. What's the second most common? <clears throat> the rear end. Aligning the drive axles. Okay, you got to get the right. You got to get them centered laterally under the frame of the truck, and you got to get them aimed where you want them, right? right. Okay, all right. That's Squares two. What's third? Third, uh, I believe that would be axle square, the steer axle square. No, that's not the third biggest issue. Once you get to the first two, the toe and the thrust, you're out of alignment. The third okay. biggest issue is mechanical problems. Yeah, loose wheel bearings. And loose U-bolts on Freightliners International, yeah. okay? And what's the fourth main thing that causes us tire wear problems? Oh, well, the tires. No, what about the tires? Inflation. Yes, improper balance. inflation. Um, balance is, uh, although that's an issue, it's not one of my big hits. Uh, often when I'm called out to look at a major tire wear problem, it's not for balance. As long as they've actually done something for Yeah, it. if they do anything for balance, it's fine. So the, the top four, set the toe. Get the drives right. Make sure your components are solid, particularly it bearings takes, and U-bolts. It takes bucks to play with tracks. And put the correct good. inflation in the tires. And then we argue all about what the correct inflation is. Right. Now, if, and if you didn't get that number three, if you didn't get the mechanicals right, oh, you can't get the time done, for the other stuff. Not, ain't going to work. All right. We got a couple of questions. Well, let's start the game. Uh, the 715. 715. Oh, that's, that's, that's Wisconsin. Is it? It is. It's got to be Wisconsin. You were just there, you should know. The bell rang in the back of my head when you said that. Now, the, let's ask the second question. Where is he actually calling from? Is he calling from Wisconsin, or is he calling from somewhere else? Uh, okay. Uh, Your guess? If I was in Wisconsin, I'd want to be in Wisconsin. Right now, it's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Wisconsin. We haven't got snow yet. 
Um, the fall colors are just past. Okay. But all right, let's see if this guy's actually from Wisconsin and where he's at. Hello there. Hi, how are you? We're doing pretty good. Yourself? Not too bad. Good. I am from Wisconsin, but I'm in Wyoming. Wyoming. That's a nice place, too. Yeah, I would have gone south. I wouldn't have gone to Wyoming, but that's your choice. Well, I played in the snow last week in Wyoming and Utah, so I figured I might as well see if I could play in it again. Awesome. Awesome. What can we do you for? All right. I, I've got I've got a utility reaper trailer. Uh-huh. And I've got all the toys on it. I got the automatic inflation. I got wide base tires. And I keep getting inside edge wear. Yep. And I've had the alignment check. I changed the shocks. Yep. I've had the bearings checked. Yep. And now the issue is getting worse on the front axle. Now on the left front, it's uh -huh. actually going into the second rib of the tire now. Yes. Where before it was just the outside rim. Uh-huh. And I have them flipped as soon as the, the inside edge wear starts. I have them flipped on the rim. So, of course, right now I have tires that are cupped on both sides, and the middle is absolutely beautiful. Right. And you'll get down to the steel cord on the shoulders and have to give them away because you can't run them anymore. That, yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's a utility trailer. Yep. What Got brand suspension? suspension? Pardon? The Hendrickson. The Hendrickson. Oh, you're screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. That's, that's what I wanted. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I have talked to everybody about it, and they all say the same thing. It's axle flex with the Hendrickson. Yes. The, it's the, you can measure the axle. The standard axle on most trucks is a five-inch diameter piece of pipe with a very thick wall to it. But Hendrickson brought nope. this in-tracks and van-track suspension with a six-inch pipe, but it has a very thin wall like a Coke can. And nope. when you get bumps in the road, it flexes and causes cupping on the inside shoulder. Now, is this a trailer you plan on keeping for a long time, or are you going to get rid of it? I'm going to get rid of it next year. Okay. Well, if you were going to keep it, I can tell you how to fix it. Have the axles bent? No, no. Then you'll wear on the outside shoulder. Yeah, but it's still going to flex. Yeah, no, you want to stop the flexing. Okay. And the simplest solution we've heard of is to take some one-and-a-half-inch angle iron, steel angle iron, yeah. and put a piece on top of the axle all the way across the top, including the two little short pieces outboard of the suspension to the backing plate, and tack weld that angle iron onto the axle to stiffen it up. Did I lose you? I think so. Hello? He's oh, gone. He's gone. All right. If he comes back, we'll talk to him some more. All right. We'll remember it. Okay? Yes. All right. Do me a favor. Since it hasn't dropped off of our computer, go back to his phone. Okay. Let's try that again. Can you hear me now? Hello? Yeah. No, he's gone. Okay. All right. Well, if he calls back, we'll jump out of him again. All right. But that's the simplest solution I found to that large diameter axle is to simply weld some more steel on the top of it. 
right. to stiffen it up so it doesn't flex like that. Building a bridge. Yeah. And what you've essentially done, you put more weight back right. than what they took out. Yeah. Isn't that disappointing? Yeah. So you you, you lose the weight advantage, but how you much, save your tires. How much weight did they? They yeah. took out 10 pounds. Took out 10 pounds of metal out of yeah. the axle. And yeah. now you've, you've, they, what they've done is they have applied tire wear to the entire country. Yes. We got it everywhere. Every place they go. What do they do? Okay. <laughs> what have we got next for our caller? Uh, 740. Do we have any prices for them? Prices for calling? Yeah. Uh, some free advice. Free advice. It's worth exactly what you pay for it. <laughs> okay, fine. And what's the phone number? Uh, 740. 740. Isn't that uh, Ohio? You think it's Ohio? Uh, Think so. You think it's Ohio? Okay, I thought the last one was Wisconsin. You think this one's Ohio? I'll go with your guess. Now, where is he? Oh, well, not in Ohio. I wouldn't be in Ohio. Right he's now. in New York. Uh, I'm going to say he's further south. I'm going to say he's uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. All right. We think he's Ohio, but he's someplace else. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing just fine, kind of sitting in our little office here, making believe we know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. What's going on up there? And, and where is your phone registered at? Ohio. Ohio. I was right. See? You got right. And where are you calling from? Ohio. Also Ohio. Oh, well, he's at home. <laughs> Sunday night, he should be home. Well, cool. I should be because I'm not a truck driver. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I do mobile truck alignments. This is Jerry. This is Jerry Ream. <laughs> How you doing, Jerry? It's good yeah, to I'm talk great. to you. I'm doing great. Cool. I, I got a question, though. I've got two answers. Excellent. I want the right one. No, I, I just got two. I can't tell you which one's right. You just pick the one you want. <laughs> when you was talking about the 55-degree turning radius. Um, yes. What's What's the easiest way to uh, differentiate that from a standard axle? Uh, the simplest way is how many t turns will the steering wheel make? Right. With, with the steering gearboxes we've got today, if you turn the steering wheel one half turn, you turn the steering tires 10 degrees. If you turn okay. it one full turn, you turn 20 degrees. So most of the trucks have always turned two full turns, and that goes as a 40-degree wheel cut. These new trucks are turning two-and-a-half to two-and-three-quarter turns each direction. Wow. Okay. These specific ones. And the problem we've had with them is, is like I said, this excessive outside shoulder wear. And typically on the right side. Yeah, it's on the right side, and there's a reason it's the right side and not the left side. In our opinion, and again, we're researching this and making sure that we're doing the right thing. Now, if somebody calls us in with more data, we'd be glad to have it. But what happens is, as you turn the wheel to the right, because of the kingpin inclination and the caster built into the axle, those two factors, the inside turning tire, and in this case, it would be the right front tire, leans up on its edge, and the left front tire stays vertical. Okay. And right. you can stand in front of a truck and have somebody turn the wheel and look at the two and you'll see it. All right? Mm -hmm. yep. when, when you get out past 40 degrees, 
the angle between the steering arm and the tie rod gets so in line with each other that the, the tie rod end joint loses mechanical advantage and it starts wobbling in and out. So while the tire's leaned up on this outside edge, it's just wobbling back and forth and it erases the outside shoulder off of it. Okay. And this, we saw this why, in 1990 with the Max. Go ahead. Why does it not do it on the left side? Because the left tire is stabilized by the drag link hooked to the steering gearbox. Very good. You pass the test. <laughs> I pass the test. Awesome. <laughs> now, with the rack and pinion steerings, we had the same problem. It was dominantly on the right side. It was a little bit on the left side. And because the rack was centered under the frame and it wasn't necessarily tied to one tire or the other, we attributed that to the fact that most truckers, when they turn right, are turning sharper right. And when they turn left, they tend to be making sweeping turns, and they're not pulling it all the way over to that 55 degrees all the time in the left turns. Mm-hmm. Now, that may have been true. Maybe it wasn't. But that was our story, and we were sticking to it at the time. But right. now, with it happening with standard steering gearboxes, and it is only happening on the right side, it's got to be the left side stabilized with the drag links, and that's why it's not doing it. Mm-hmm. So you would recommend uh, FedEx and UPS never to go to rack and pinion steering? Oh, well, nobody's got a rack and pinion right now that I know of. I have heard rumors other people are going to come out with it. But that rack and pinion that Freightliner had, uh, it was made by another company, and that company's bankrupt and out of business now. Wow. Well, the reason I said that is because most of your FedEx and UPS trucks try and make all right-hand turns so they don't have to stop at the stoplights. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. would that would do it, and they're going to make sharper turns. <laughs> so never got the rack and pinion and avoid the 55-degree wheel attack. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you have. Have, <laughs> have you seen much of this outside shoulder wear on late model trucks, trucks that are four years old or less? You know, since you mentioned that, I've been kind of uh, searching my memory banks, which, by the way, um, there, I'm losing memory every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do recall a, a couple of trucks, and I could not tell you what brand or anything. It seems to me that I have run into that. Uh, it might even be in these Hino models that uh, I've been doing a lot of lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I couldn't well, tell of, you. Uh, one of the problems sure. I had with the early Hino's, Mitsubishi, Fujos, and stuff is they all came in with excessive positive camber in the front axles, and they tended to wear the outside shoulder of both front tires. If you stood in front of them, it looked like a bow-legged cowboy standing there. (laughs) Yeah. I I haven't run into that. As a matter of fact, if anything, uh, as we discussed the other day, that uh, the ones I've run into actually have less caster than you would recommend. Caster or camber? Caster. Okay, caster's the fore and aft. I'm talking about camber in and out on the top. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said caster. Well, if I did, it was my fault. I meant camber. Okay. We've been known to have brain farts. Brain farts, that's us, yes. That's right. And my man was used, I forgot what you said already. (laughs) Old guy's disease, no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, we're looking. when, When I found this, an epiphany hit me when I was at a fleet this week. We checked it. Sure enough, he had the excessive wheel cut, and the guy was complaining. It's only happening on our 2011 and newer trucks. Our older trucks weren't doing it. So we checked one of the new trucks. Sure enough, they got 55-degree wheel cut. It was leaning up on the edge. 
we jacked the wheel up while it was in a major turn. I grabbed the front and back of the tire, and you could wobble it back and forth. You turned the wheel straight ahead, and it was solid. Then we brought in one of the 09 trucks that were not having the tire wear problem. They would only turn 40 degrees. They wouldn't turn to 55. And they didn't have the wobble. And they didn't have the wobble when we put it in a major turn and checked it. So I'm okay. pretty confident this is it. Then I came back home, and I looked in, up on the Internet, and it turns out that Dana and Meritor and Detroit axles all offer 55-degree wheel cuts now. Uh-oh. Okay. And, and I'm surprised they didn't inform you. Did you miss that staff meeting or something? I, I Yes, I definitely missed the memo and the staff meeting altogether. I wasn't there. <laughs> and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. We were not they, they should have consulted you. Well, now, I got to tell you that the vehicles so far that I've seen this tire wear on were all on one particular brand of axle. Although all of them are turning 55 degrees, I haven't gathered enough evidence to know that it's happening on all different brands of axles. Maybe another brand has figured out how to turn it that sharp and it doesn't wobble. Would be interesting okay. to know. Right. So that's why I say there's more data that we have to gather in order to be able to pursue this. Or solve it. Okay. If solving it happens to be, it's like the Hendrickson uh, trailer axles. We know what the problem is, but nobody's going to solve it. Right. I'm just not interested, apparently. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, again, appreciate all the information. Uh, I'm an avid listener every Sunday night. Well, thank you, Jerry, and you have yourself a good day. Call anytime. Yeah. All right. You. Thanks. Bye-bye. He was in Ohio. You better, you better mark that. He was in Ohio, and he does – well, he does leave Ohio because he does occasionally go across the line into West Virginia and do work because yeah. he's right over there in that southeast corner. Yeah. So, okay, very good. That was, that was interesting talk to Jerry. Yeah. Who have we got now? We've got, we've got uh, another one. It's from the 937 area. 937. That's got to be Jamaica. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, California. You're going to go to California? I'm going northern Jamaica. North. Because it's, it's been a little chilly here the last couple like days. 17 area codes. Ah, yes, and I'm thinking about warmth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello there. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Are you there? Can you hear me now? I heard him for a second. We did hear him for a second. Then he cut out. Are you there? You Let's, know, maybe this speaks to the problem that we're having with the listenership. Maybe the phones are not. The phones are out. Nobody's going. Because i got to admit to you, folks, uh, we normally have 75 to 100 people calling. And right now we've got how many? Nine. Nine people. This is, I'm, I'm feeling we like. Didn't, we didn't Skype in. We did the direct call. Yeah, we did direct. So maybe like the Skype lines aren't working or something. I else. have no idea. I don't know. They, well, they, we, know we're doing this doing. the same way we always do. Yeah. But nobody wants to listen to us tonight. Now, let's, maybe nobody can. Could be. Let's go back to that fellow again and see if we can get him on the line. Can you hear us now? Hello there. Hello. Yeah, I think there's audio issues. I think that could be. That, that, that makes the most sense. I think uh, it's either we've answered everybody's questions and nobody wants to listen to us anymore. Right. Or the Blog system is having some. Yeah, Blog Talk's having some audio problems because we're not getting anybody. Okay, so 
What were we talking about that we cared about? <laughs> Anything? There's not a whole lot of things we care about. I don't care about a whole lot of stuff. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, while we were talking about tower and handling issues, obviously we've got the, our, our normal bag of problems. Yes. And now we've got this new bag of problems. Which is kind of, which I'm, I'm glad to have a challenge. Yeah. I'm glad to see there's something new out there that we can play with and offer somebody something different. Right. I just feel personally disappointed in myself that this problem has gone on for well, apparently four years without even... And I just blissfully walked along and thought we were dealing with the same problems we were dealing with. If that's indeed what happened. Well, maybe but, you never saw the problem. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I ain't buying it. <laughs> if, well, if, 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 if you ever ran across a tire wear issue and there wasn't feathering, yeah. Then you would have pursued it. My, yeah, my flag would have gone but, up. But if everybody kept saying, well, we got these right-hand right tower issues and there's feathering, then you address the, the And feathering. then what we always did when we measured trucks, we're always comparing the measurements with the tire wear, and they all have to match. And if it doesn't match, that's when you get excited. Yeah. And that's what happened to me this week. I measured four trucks over – well, it was just this week. I measured four trucks, five trucks, six, eight trucks over a three-week period of time. And the numbers didn't properly match the tire wear. And they were all late model trucks, yeah. which was that doesn't happen. kind of disturbing to me. Okay. One more time with the guy that had the question there. Let's uh, try him again. One more, yeah, he was there. I, I want to. Yep. Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. What does that blue thing across the top say? That's what uh, Wisconsin dropped. Oh, Wisconsin dropped. That was the long guy. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> We've had a few more listeners pop in. Again, I'll say if you have a question or a comment, uh, good or works. bad, good or bad, we don't care. We'll take bad comments. We'll hang up on you, but that's okay. Um, we probably won't hang. Push one on your dial on the phone, and it'll come up in the queue. We know we have your question. Don't push it twice, or you erase yourself from the universe, and we don't want that to happen. Um, if that, if nobody calls, nobody has any questions, we'll continue to sit here and chatter with ourselves and beat ourselves up for about 15 more minutes of that. Maybe. Uh, yeah. If anybody has any, uh, uh, if anybody thinks that they know our job better than us, I'd love to hear from us. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Those people don't listen to us. So it doesn't matter. Probably not. Okay. Do you know what they call a Dutchman with a sex change operations? What? What's a conversion it? van. Conversion van. Van. Conversion van. van. Will yeah. yeah, whatever. Does that work for you? You're not there, huh? That's terrible. That's terrible. I know. I know. Uh, we could start doing spin and Ollie jokes. No, no we don't. We don't want to do spin and Ollie jokes. <laughs> Get ourselves in trouble with Minnesota. <laughs> oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. That's next week's game, Iowa versus Minnesota. Yeah, uh, you're he, Kevin's a serious Iowa fan. Yeah, went to the college. You paid for it. Yes, and you <laughs> majored in get drunk, fall down. That's that is actually a major. Yeah, know. it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that discussion. <laughs> so your your Iowa Hawkeyes are doing well. This week they play at the Spenanelli. And my San Diego Chargers are doing horrible. Horrible. Awful. 
Of course, that's normal for San Diego. Uh, yeah. Well, no, normally they do well in the first half and then just lousy in the second. So they're just doing it all year long this time. Yeah, that's cut out the middleman. Cut out the middleman, get it all done. Okay, very good. Well, we don't have any more questions. I'm running out of things to say that are intelligent. Whoops. Relevant. Well, do we have uh Did I have anything intelligent in the first place? <laughs> you did. You surely you did. That's why everybody's been calling us and asking us. Maybe. Okay. Questions. All right. But uh no, that uh <laughs> we should certainly have something that we can tell everybody that we haven't already said. Ten times. I have all kinds of things I can tell them, but they don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite uh, steer tire? Oh, that's dangerous. Because <laughs> I work with all the different tire companies. Okay. Well, what which which tire do you have the best experience with? The best experience with? <sighs> all right. Is it honest time? Yeah. Go ahead. It's our show. It's our show. The the most consistent performing tire in the market is the Michelin. That's a that's a no brainer. I think everybody it's, in the industry already knew. It's an automatic. If you didn't know that, then you're not even in the tire business. But that's not necessarily the best tire to buy. Right. Because other tires will equal it at different times, uh, and there have been times that the Michelin tire was outperformed. By other tires, for example, the Goodyear 395 when it first came out in 2005 on a steer axle would outrun the Michelin. Right. Okay. Now, what's that? That was that tire came out in 2005. It's now 2015. Right. Goodyear 395 is no longer produced by Goodyear. Well, it's coming back again because they brought out the 399 and it sucked. Well, they're going back to the three. They're going back to the 395. <laughs> I thought okay, so I thought that they had moved it over to Dunlop, but they're taking it back. Yeah. It'll still be available in the Dunlop under its particular number, but it's also coming back into the Goodyear line. And then put the 395 back. That's yeah. pretty cool. And and the real difference between the two of them, I can we've gotten the 399 to run equal to the 395, right. but the 399 requires an extra 10 pounds of pressure in a tire to do it. Well, and that's something we've been pounding on everybody to do anyway, because not just them, but uh, the the Yokohama yeah. and the Bridgestone and the Bridgestone. They the, all, the problem we've got is that if you run the Michelin tire at the what they consider the standard inflation, about 105 to 110, that tire performs pretty good. Yeah, it would perform even better at 120. It does perform better at 120, but it doesn't have all this funny regular where these other guys are experiencing. So people get upset at it. We say, well, look, if you'll just run 120 in that tire, we're in great. Well, I don't want to run 120. That extra ten pounds of air cost me five hundred dollars. I guess. I guess. I don't. I, I don't know where it costs. Why? But, but they're all about up about not wanting to run more air pressure. We even had a long discussion on Facebook just the other night about what is the maximum pressure in a truck tire. And it is. There isn't one. It's the one on the rim. No, yeah, it's the one on the rim, not the one on the tire. <laughs> the one on the tire is the minimum pressure for that load. But these guys were adamant, right, that it was the pressure on the side of the tire was the max pressure. They even brought up a Michelin chart yeah. that says it's a load and inflation chart that takes you up through all of the pressures. And in the final column, it says maximum load and inflation for this tire. And they said, see, it says maximum pressure. I said, no, it doesn't. It says maximum load and pressure. And in the English language, right. a descriptive adjective, which is the word max, attaches itself to a noun and doesn't automatically pass the word and. 
So for example, if I said, I'm looking out the window and I see blue sky and grass. You're not saying that the grass is blue. The grass is not blue. Unless you're in Kentucky. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> grass is green or it's brown or it's yellow or something, right. like, but it's not blue. <clears throat> so it's, it's hard to get them to understand because they look at passenger car tires. Yeah. And on passenger car tires, it does say max pressure. But passenger car tires are built different than truck tires. So they have different rules they apply by. A whole different reality. Yep. So as far as my favorite tire, uh, Michelin's my favorite tire. It, it, Mich- I, I can tell you why it's not my favorite tire either. Go ahead. It's because it doesn't reveal when you have a problem. It is very stoic. It very hides things. Right. Yeah. It won't show cupping early on. It won't show feathering. It, and it, it, you, you can't tell that you had a problem until halfway through the tires. That's not the reason I don't like it. Okay. To me, that's just a very forgiving tire that will put up a lot of crap and keep driving, which is what everybody needs. Right. You don't want to be stopping every 10 miles to fix something. Right. Okay. The reason I don't like Michelin is, is they won't work with anybody. Yeah, the Michelin as a company. Yeah. Michelin is a company. They're, Michelin as a company is, is very annoying. They're, very hard uh, to work with. Secretive. They, they never made a bad tire, and they won't discuss it. Okay. Yeah, even when they did make. Even bad. when they did make bad tires. Yeah. That's the reason I have a problem with Michelin. Not that their tires are bad. And the other thing is that they're very proud of their tires. Their their tires are oh, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If we look at a cost per mile study, I could beat a Michelin tire. We know we can. In cost per mile by buying some different tires, treating the tires right, and I'll cost me less per mile to drive than the Michelin will. Right. So that's your question on favorite tires. Okay. Um, that guy's still hanging in there. His, wow. his question is still there. Yeah. Let's you try him to... again. Let's try him again. You just, you just can't... I want to give him every chance to ask his question. <laughs> it's... It's not everything hasn't been organized properly. There is a button that needs to be pushed so that we can clean the push that button. All right. Now here's now. There you are. Ah, he was there for just one second and now he's gone. I can't hear him. Oh, are you there? Hello. Hello. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Go back to it. Go back to it. Please, go back to it. Go back to it. Oh, my God. Kevin gets that occasionally. There you are. I can hear you now. Hello? Now they're having a conversation with somebody. Somebody else is having a conversation. I don't know who they are. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Nothing we can do about that. Well, folks, if there are no more questions, there's a couple of people just dropped off. If you have a question, please push your one, and we'll answer your questions if we can talk to you. If we can't, we'll call this a night, and we'll try this again next Sunday night when things are working better. Right. Yeah, it was, it was a fun night, and we'll try to have more filler next week in case we don't have college. I'll have a whole list of dirty jokes. Dirty jokes. Dick jokes. Those are the fun ones. Those are the fun ones? Okay. <laughs> My- You're going to talk about Richard? Okay. <laughs> Richard. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.